This program is an experiment, an exploration. It's been put together with enormous enthusiasm and equipment designed for other purposes. The basis of it is an unlimited supply of magnetic tape, recording machine, and a group of technicians who think nothing is too much trouble provided it works. Two, one. Hit me with those laser beams. Hello, Earthlings. It is us. Hey! Yet, party people? Yet again, episode number 75. So oh my God, we're, we're three so fourths of a way to our centennial celebration that will be grand. I don't even know what's going to happen. Yeah, we're thinking really... resort takeover. <laughs> It's gonna be the La Quinta. Yep, we're gonna we're gonna take over the whole room, and there will <laughs> the whole room. <laughs> and you can even come in if you just like knock. Yeah, if you just give us a heads up and like verify that you're cool, then we'll possibly <laughs> let you in the room. So it's been a couple of weeks. We've got festival news to share with you. We've got a recap of mm-hmm. Clayton's Ubby Dubby adventures. And we've got some new music as well. The first of which is from our boys Chris Lake and Chris Lorenzo, better known in this case as Anti Up. The song is called Shake on Warehouse 11.
give you all of this good, good. Fill it up, bottles up, quick, quick. Drink it up, fill it up, bottles up, drink it up. Yeah, yeah. I spill my juice for the boys in the club.
Phenomenology, and the song is called Boys Into Club on Warehouse 11. I'm Kent. And I'm Clayton. And we do this little radio show on uh, Thursday nights on EF Radio or sporadically over on Warehouse11.com, which links to all your various podcast providers, which frankly at this point is where you can hear this first. It's not. It's not always first on EF Radio, so that's uh, a little big, spoiler alert a big for you. For you, uh, let's start with uh, recapping your well. Everyone's first festival back. The first festival back, Ubby Dubby. Um, so I want to preface this with that it was my wife's first music festival ever, mm-hmm. and like first ever dance event. So, right, um, getting to like see a first timers like view of it was super nice and it, yeah not, of course it was the first thing back so everyone was super hyped up but to watch somebody like look around and take it in for the first time and be like oh wow what's this what's that and all uh-huh. that stuff was really great especially yeah. when nighttime finally came and she saw her first like full stage production with the oh, lights right. and fireworks and all that stuff amazing yeah um, yep. the festival itself i mean definitely a smaller fest yeah there were holes in like the the parking situation mm. i i was told or i heard from like post online that the first day people were waiting for like four five six hours just to get into the parking area and that they only had one person working the like entry taking money which is right. ridiculous yeah. i can't fathom how you would plan this all out and that's not on the agenda at some point. yeah so i mean this is this is a disco donnie presents show donnie's been doing shows for 400 years now in the <laughs> yeah, south. So it's like, what? What do you mean? And you had like 12 months to f- plan this, mm-hmm. frankly. So like, you should know that you need a few more people working <laughs> yeah, in the parking area. Exactly. So barring that, uh, once we got inside, you know, it's it's all about the music there. There's not, you're not going to see really any art installations. There were mm-hmm. a couple like ubby dubby. Um, blow up things that yeah. were around and there were a couple rest areas with like some hammocks and stuff but otherwise it was a pretty straightforward down and dirty yep. four stage fest yeah like it's, um, it's, a, it's a classic city based right, festival right yeah. it, it was funny though because it, it was taking place at the Texas Speedway which was mm-hmm. south of Dallas by about 45 miles and it was like they were doing a, an EDC but it wasn't in the Speedway it was like outside of the speedway uh, <laughs> like the parking lot so as yeah. you're walking out you like walk past the bleachers and like the drag strip but yeah. <laughs> so it's like oh it's yeah. like a little baby edc yeah. this is really cute yeah that's like when when spring awakening used to pull that crap they'd say it's at like x stadium and then it was in just the parking lot yeah at that stadium where yeah. it's like okay not actually using the field so um, so yeah i mean i didn't go in with high expectations i didn't go in right. with like anything like that and i was i was happy with it i was like you know what first festival back i'm not going to complain the the house stage is where it was at we went to we really were, were there and then we went to the main stage for elenium and griffin um which is what she really wanted to see right and right. i could i could have stayed at that house stage all day it was it was yeah. like it was set up very club like and like mm. uh, almost like a beach club where it had like the little fabric tent over the top oh, of it oh yeah you know yeah. i was like ah oh, this is my jam. But I yep. will say, happily, she enjoyed the house set more than she enjoyed the Illinium set. So she's like, I think I kind of like house music now. I'm like, that's uh-huh. right. Yes, yeah. you do. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I, I can't remember what they said the actual attendance was for that. What was it, 16K or something yeah, that, that we yeah. ended up with? But Donnie posted and the festival's socials reposted a, a message that was like, we fucking did it. You know, like we're yeah. the first festival back. I mean, there have been shows that have mm-hmm. been going on under the radar whatsoever, but. And I think this was pretty under the radar, all things it considered. Was, yeah, hundred you know, percent. I mean, if you're in the scene, you you knew it was happening, but generally, it didn't hit the news, the nationwide mm-hmm. news, like the like the Ozarks parties did last summer. <laughs> no so, way. Uh, but I think based on some of the photos, it was newsworthy in just being able to see that many maskless people walking around. One last thing was that they were adamant like mask required 75 yeah. percent capacity yeah. no mask were worn yeah. i think me and my wife are the only people wearing masks consistently yeah. and yeah. uh I don't, I don't know i can't really speak to the capacity because i don't know what it is normally but i mean it seemed just maybe below a full fest like it was yeah. it was pretty full in there yeah yeah so. well i mean there's only so much the festival can do as far as, you know, yeah, enforcing stuff. And the reality is when when the government is not mandating something, people just don't. I mean, they don't even do it then, but they really don't. <laughs> but they really don't. Yeah. yeah. I, I just noticed there are communities that I visited recently who the city has dropped their masking ordinance. But, of course, all the major businesses like Walmart, stuff like that, still have masking requirements. But nobody's doing it anymore they just mm-hmm. think like ah oh, well i can't what's walmart gonna do you know and uh-huh. and the employees aren't enforcing it because they're tired of getting screamed at by people who don't want to wear employees. a mask yeah exactly so i can't i can't blame them there but i was in a situation recently where i was at a restaurant in a city where there was no mask ordinance and nobody had a mask except me and i was I swear I felt like I was getting glared at, like I had horns coming out of my head every time I, yeah, I put it on. So, jeez, uh, I don't know, but I mean, I guess that's you know, it is what it is. But uh, so that's Ubby Dubby in a recap. The next show that Disco Donnie has announced already is Freaky Deaky, mm-hmm. and that's in the Houston area, October 29th and 30th. This is interesting because Freaky Deaky used to be something that React Presents in the Chicago area did. And that was, and they started doing a Texas version, but that was when Disco Donnie and React Presents were owned by the same company. That's no longer the case. Disco Donnie broke off, and now they're not even calling it Freaky Deaky Texas. It's just Freaky Deaky. So I don't know if Donnie was like, fuck it, I'm taking this festival. Mm-hmm. You can't have it anymore, like whatever. Or I don't know, maybe he's just saying, I'll if you guys fight me about this i'll deal with it then but for now <laughs> i'm doing it but the lineup's out already uh dirty birds doing a takeover uh of one of the stage sets but otherwise it's dead mouse von stroke green velvet uh let's see galantis kaizo set the sky side piece vanessa walker and royce wax motif so i mean it's a solid lineup it's the weekend right after edc allegedly so you know so allegedly who yeah who really knows what will happen but yeah that's the houston race raceway out in uh baytown actually baytown beautiful so, baytown home right of exxon mobile yeah and tickets are on sale now the 150 bucks for two-day pass or uh vips at 270 for a two-day pass so not not too bad for those so 
That's uh, what's happening in Texas festivals. Let's hop back to music. Here is one from uh, an artist. So I have to preface the fact that Spotify did a bit of a software update, so I'm kind of still getting used to the interface. So if I transpose the artist and song title, we'll know why. But this is Deeper Purpose, and the song is called Elevate on Warehouse 11.
11, Bailar, Rhythm, uh, Simon, Fava, and Yvonne back. That is my Cinco de Mayo tribute track for How this thoughtful. year. And also looking back on my trip to Cabo, which actually turned out to be very chilly. Who would have thought? That's such that a shame. I was Mexico so sad to hear that. Cold. Yeah, I, I, it's all in the location of that particular resort. It was on the Pacific Ocean side, so it was very similar to what southern california feels like in the dead of winter essentially mm-hmm. so it's just it was just very windy and uh chilly however still plenty of great things inside the resort so i mean it's not like we had a bad time but it was just it was just would have been maybe nice to know ahead of time to plan for because right. you look at the weather and you think oh those are mild temperatures that'll be nice but they don't really say oh and the wind is going to knock you off your feet if it was almost also, like EDC Vegas style wins at times. Oh no. So, yeah, very uh, flashbacks of that one. So, uh, let's see. We do have a little bit of bad news to share with you. The first of uh, bit of that is that Electric Forest is officially canceled for 2021. So, if you missed that announcement, I don't know where you've been, but it is pushed yet again to next year. So we will not be uniting in Sherwood Forest in Rothbury until sometime in 2022. So two years of that forest. Um, I'll just say whenever we do get back together, it's a marathon, not a sprint. More than yeah. ever. More than ever. Yeah. And I think it's just, unfortunately, the fact that it's, you know, based in Michigan is what kind of messed this one up. Mm-hmm. I think if it was in Texas, a, yeah, I was gonna say a southern <laughs> state or some other area where the stats were just a little bit better at this point, uh, maybe they'd have better luck. But for now, and the the problem with that area too is the climate mm-hmm. limits. You know, the amount of time that you have to put on a festival, of course, just too cold. So. Um, it was originally going to be pushed to August and then that wasn't feasible at this point as well. So, um, that is off the books for this year. And, uh, the one thing that I did think is, you know, it is early May now. And so we're just, you know, about a month or so away from what it would normally have been, which means 
the planning process usually starts right after the festival for the next mm-hmm. year. So we really only we don't have that much further to go until we would theoretically start planning for 2022 with a bit, hopefully a bit more of a optimistic feel to it as opposed to saying like well let's just put everything on hold because we don't know if anything's going to happen so at least at this point we can in theory say it's happening these dates let's get contracts together let's do Mm -hmm. planning let's start announcing things that type of thing so um, if you had tickets for 2020 slash 2021 you are able to get a full refund or you can push it to 2022, whichever you prefer. But there is a, a small window, I think, on uh, the submission of that. And your email has all the links for that if you are a ticket holder. So that's uh, Electric Forest News. One festival that is actually going to happen in both 2020 and 2021, believe it or not, is holy shipwrecked. It might be one of the only festivals that I happens. Would, I would wager it is. Absolutely. Like, it's like COVID-19 never happened if you look at the years. Now, granted, <laughs> the festival in 2020 happened in January, and the 2021 edition is happening in December. So it's almost 2022. But nonetheless, the festival was just announced, what, this past last week and it is moving location so it was in Punta Cana last time which if you listen to this show at all you'll know all about it because we talked about it nonstop. Uh, but now it's moving to Mexico Riviera Maya is the home of that still at the Hard Rock uh, so a little different feel there but the full lineups announced um, pretty diverse I would say yeah I think so more uh, importantly, Chris, our boy Chris Laser. I was going to say Chris Lake's a, on the show, so who there, really, so you know, there, and a bunch of um, other people. A Black Book so. Records takeover, and, <laughs> yeah, and, and other people. So and and Factory ninety three is doing mm-hmm. a takeover. Um, Desert Hearts repopulate Mars, which I haven't seen a repopulate Mars show since we went to BPM Fest so many years ago. But that was one of the wow. stage take. Yeah, that was one of the like <laughs> pop up events there. So. And Juna Deep is also doing a takeover, so it's definitely worth checking out. Also, Alice in Wonderland, uh, Maddion, Nora and Pure, Seth Troxler, Subtronics, Zoo, tons of other people, Boogie T, Charles the First. I'm just running through this list. Clune, Clooney, Clune. Um, uh, Let's see, Lee Reynolds is on there of the trees, Phantoms, yeah, tons of people. So the full lineup's out now, and tickets go on sale on the 11th for past attendees and on the 12th to the general public. But the official dates for that are December 3rd through the 7th, which is a little different than in the past. It's a Friday, Saturday. No, 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 no. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, as Mm. opposed to like thursday through sunday type thing and i think it's just the way that they're scheduling the show because i i noticed there's another festival happening directly after this one starting on the ninth for like like more of a jam band type Mm -hmm. show but i wonder if there's not maybe one right before this as well if they if the resort just says you know what we're just gonna book our whole hotel with festivals (laughs) because we can guarantee we're gonna get money that way um, but I mean, as we know, this used to be on a ship. That's why it was called Holy Ship. But last year they moved it to a resort, 
and we never have been on the ship, so we can't compare. But, but like, I think I think I, we both know where our hearts lie. Yeah, the option. I think I mean it's like it's it's like the perfect situation in my mind because I love Hard Rocks, and you combine a festival experience like this with that experience, and I don't really know what more you could ask for. So I think it's uh, also important to note that in the um, in the photos that they're previewing for this year, mm. they did include a photo of a ninja course. Oh yeah, like a, like a American Ninja Warrior course sort yeah. of thing. So yeah. get yeah. ready for that. I will I, win at all the events. I swear they announced um, not holy shit, but the resort. I swear they opened up like a skater park a few years ago really? or something, <laughs> which might be part of that. Um, I think there was a separate, yeah, and I think there was a separate water park in addition to water Mm -hmm. slides on site or whatever. So, yeah, there's just tons of amenities. And, of course, most importantly, all your drinks and food are included, and it's not going to kill you like possibly was going to happen in in the Dominican. (laughs) Everybody uh, was panicking about that. that. Yeah, exactly. When that was the biggest worry of in the world of like, oh, we're going to go on vacation and drink some tainted liquor. Oh, God. (laughs) How times have changed. Dear, dear. So, holy shipwrecked uh, this December, so it should be a good show. Let's hop back to music. This is Albana and the song is called Do Ya on Warehouse 11. Yeah. 
Do your thing. Make my body sing. Do your thing. 
Warehouse 11. That is Little Fritter, not Lil Fritter. Not Lil. He's not a hip-hop artist. He's not. He's not. It's called Bang This Joint. There is a Chicago festival coming up that's all hip-hop, and everyone was commenting on the fact that six or seven artists <laughs> that were headlining the show all start with Lil. So I don't... I, I have no idea where that trend began, but it cer- certainly just took off in that space. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something that would be comparable in, in any other genre of music. I mean, honestly, in my mind, it's almost the same as when you have like a dance artist and they're like DJs in the beginning of their name. Yeah, yeah, you know? sure. Like, it's just a, a <laughs> moniker that's very... Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. How funny. Except... Except it's just like this obscure Lil abbreviation, yeah. Lil Peen. Anyway, the only artist of of uh, that I recognized otherwise on the show was Carnage, and I have no idea why he's playing the show, but yeah, he wants to be like a hip hop star and the best house producer ever known world. to man, and also whatever else he's playing lately, like dubstep, blah blah blah. I don't blah, know. Carnage. Carnage for you. Um, here's your Vegas update of what's happening in Sin City. Is capacity is now at eighty percent, which is a very good sign. And some resorts are already able to increase up to a hundred percent based on the amount of vaccinated staff mm-hmm. they have on hand. Those include Cosmopolitan. Which is really all that matters. That's and it. Uh, the Win Encore Complex, both of those are at 100% capacity as well. Uh, buffets are allowed to open as of, well, as of May 1st. I think it's a slow rollout, but I did see some folks posting that they were doing self serve at Wicked Spoon. Really? So you can just get your dirty hands. Rubbing all it all over that, and it's cool now. So you can do that. And Bacchanal at Caesar's Palace, which is probably the m- most expensive buffet in town, mm. is reopening on May 20th. So Man. before Memorial Day, that one will be open. And, and the win is hiring folks to reopen theirs, but they haven't announced a reopening date yet on that one. What'll be interesting to see is if the sort of the mid-tier buffets come back, like you know, Aria or um, Bellagio or Harrah's, or mm-hmm. which obviously those are in the spectrum in the mid-tier. I think you have like the cheap really crappy buffets, like some of the ones on Fremont Street that are just real bad, and then you've got you know all these medium ones and then these top-tier ones. And I think the cheap crappy ones will come back, and the top-tier ones will come back first. For sure. I don't know about the mid-tier because some Caesars rep said basically, you know, we're done with buffets. However, they're opening Bacchanal now. They're uh-huh. most expensive. So I don't know how much to believe on that. Maybe they considered that separate from just their typical buffets. This but is not just a buffet. It's an yeah. experience. Yeah. So um, it's it's uh, priced accordingly. So the lowest price during the week. They're only open for dinner right now, but I think it's $56 or whatever. And on the weekends, it's... $67 or something like mm-hmm. that. If you add all you can drink and the express entry, it's like $160 or whatever for this <laughs> buffet experience. Yeesh. So, you know, if you want to do it, if you want to do it up, then you can dish out the cash for that. Uh, let's see what else is happening in Vegas. 
Nightclubs, day clubs are technically able to be fully open now as well. They don't have to pretend they're a, a pool or a lounge or anything like that. A pool they can, featuring live music. Yeah, they can call themselves a nightclub again. Um, but it's a slow rollout as far as what they're doing with capacity right now. Some of them are starting to sell general admission tickets, but in a really weird way. And and some are still just doing bottle service with limited tables. It all depends on the property that they're at. Um, and let's see what else. Area 15 is announcing a concert series. That's that like starts. no joke. Some yeah. headliners out there. Yeah, yeah. Tons of people on that one, like Morgan Page and A-Track and uh, 4B. 4B's everywhere now. Maybe we just notice it, but I think, I think now we're, we're wary of it, and we yeah. just see it all the time. Yeah, so this is in their A-lot, which is in the back of the main building that's been there since the day they opened. It has a huge disco ball and stuff like that. They have a festival grounds that they built behind that that they could expand into but this is a, a smaller outdoor show area called mm-hmm. the A-Lot and it's essentially every Saturday night I think starting in June I believe yeah, um, yeah. so that's uh, something to look forward to I think I think that's everything in Vegas oh Art of the Wild is coming Ooh. back at the Win Complex this year in July it's, okay. I think, the last weekend of July. And also, Exodus Festival is back, starting with Man. the 4th of July weekend. So they skipped Memorial Day for obvious reasons, but 4th of July weekend, they're doing a show. First weekend in August, they're doing a show. And then Labor Day weekend, they're doing a show. And that's like the opportunity to buy one wristband, and then you get access to, I don't know, probably 10, 15 different events. Mm-hmm pool parties and nightclubs all weekend long for no additional charge so amazing it's a pretty dang good deal if you compare that with buying individual tickets to every show (laughs) or whatever and you just get a dedicated line to just walk right into the venue Mm -hmm. it's kind of amazing so uh that one's very cheap for females and it's still very affordable (laughs) for guys but tickets are on sale for that one and everything else we talked about you can find info at electronic.vegas but um it is nice to see that one coming back and they actually have a hip-hop show that's in the same similar setup during the same time i can't think i think it's called desert trip Mm-hmm. No, Desert Drip. Sorry, Desert yeah, Drip. I was say, Trip is too dancing. Yeah, trip, that's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. yeah. not hip hop. Yeah, so uh, Desert Drip is happening, I believe, in August and September during those exact same dates for more of the hip hop focused venues and uh, stuff like that. So none of the venues really have a ton of artist announcements yet, except for Win and Encore. And they have all the usual suspects. So they've got mm-hmm. David Guetta and. Your boy, no, not uh, Griffin, not Illinium. Um, Very, but they're, they're the same. So yeah, uh, the Chainsmokers and uh, DJ Diesel. So Shaq is back. DJ D at a win, and uh, but most most notably is that Hakusan hasn't announced anything at all as far as talent, and they're t- I mean, two of their bigger folks are now at Resorts World. Uh, Tiesto and Zed. So it'll be interesting Huge. to see who they brought. Maybe are they going to scoop up the Mallow or <laughs> something like that? I don't know. I don't. I don't know, man. I think that watching them lose 
those two is it's a blow. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I don't even know how you come back I know. unless you go really big. And I'm also trying to think who are the people who sort of grew in popularity during the pandemic and is there is there anyone i can't really pinpoint someone that i would say like oh those you know that guy is probably going to get a residency in vegas because yeah especially for dance music i think it proves that you grow your career the most by touring Mm -hmm. by doing live shows and without no one sticks out because it's not it's not like country radio where you know you you grow your career <laughs> on the radio and then you do shows. No, it's it's like the other way mm-hmm. around. Other than SiriusXM or this great radio program, of course, or, or this one. I've yes. heard many artists thank yeah. us. Many many DMs. artists are <laughs> just pleading to get that opening <laughs> spot on Warehouse Eleven. Um, but yeah, I don't know who how that'll shake out. We shall see very soon. Um, in the next couple of weeks, I think they'll start releasing dates and lineups and all that kind of stuff. So that's Vegas for you. Uh, let's hop back to music. Here's your taste of techno from Drunken Kong. The song is called Phoenix on Warehouse 11.
Drunken Kong, and the song is called Phoenix Solid Techno to get you on your way through the next week or so, whenever you listen to us next. Whenever. Or your your day, if you're listening in the morning on your commute. I recommend that. Indeed. Any uh, any last thoughts you thought? Um, you know, make sure you eat that chicken you got in your freezer. It's been sitting there a while. <laughs> you thought you were going to make it this week, I, and then you didn't. I so feel just, that just break it out on such a level. I can't even <laughs> explain explain how much chicken I need to eat. That's in the or right ooh, now. here's another good one. You need to eat the spinach that's in your fridge. So you don't just buy another bag next week and then throw out the old stuff. You have to yeah, finish it. Right. Make sure it doesn't go bad. Yeah, that's that's, all, that's that's all the tips I got for you. This is what happens when Clayton goes off and becomes an adult of his own. These <laughs> these are the talking points. It's eating real stuff. food it's stored in your kitchen. <laughs> That's going to do it for this week's episode of Warehouse 11. Thursday nights, 10 o'clock east or west is when you can hear this show on Electric Forest Radio or whenever you want at efradio.com, which links over to Google, Apple, Spotify, wherever you All listen the places. to All podcasts. Them. We've got one more track for you. This is uh, Kyle Watson and May BB. It's uh, called Magic Carpet. I'm Kent. I'm Clayton. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. One night has to go away with me I say the music is art I'm ready to go for the bass in my heart like In my heart like I'm ready to go for the bass in my heart like In my heart
heart, I'm ready to go for the base of my heart like...